besides the disciples and uh, the Gentiles and so forth. But those are four main groups. When Israel got taken into captivity, <coughs> they lost their temple. All they could take was the priest. They couldn't offer sacrifices. So they developed in Babylon what we know today as the synagogue or a gathering together place. They didn't have a temple, so they got together to study the scriptures. And since the <laughs> priest didn't have anything to do, they decided to write lots of books called the Talmud. There's the Jerusalem Talmud, the Babylonian Talmud. Hundreds, actually, of volumes written on the way God wants you to live your life. Interpretations, oral interpretations and written interpretations of God's law. And it was so funny because when they got back from the captivity into Israel, they started asking questions. They didn't have a temple and they said, okay, now, what would Moses do in this situation? Have you ever asked yourself, what would Jesus do in this situation? Well, they said, what would Moses do in this situation? And they had all sorts of weird things in the writings. They came to a huh, sort of a hard, between a rock and a hard place one day, and they said, what do we do since the Sabbath day is sacred? What do we do if one of our hens lays an egg on the Sabbath day? And they have, it's in the, it's in the Talmud. What do we do? And they got together and they had, this is serious stuff for them. Reminds me of some of the petty things that go on in churches. What do we do about this fund and that fund and the parking lot fund? And so they got together and they decided that because it was sacred, they couldn't go out and work, that they would leave it to the next day and then sell it to a Gentile. And that would get them off the hook. Because they didn't want to eat it, but it was hatched on the Sabbath day. But they had all sorts of weird things. They have volumes written on what it means to work, because God says, keep the Sabbath day holy, don't do any work. What do we do? What about work? This is true. In the Talmud, they said, if you spit on the ground and it stays there, no problem, but if it rolls, they called it plowing a furrow. It's in the Talmud. It's written down. And that's considered work, unlawful. Petty, dumb, stupid little things. Lighting a fire. If you go to Israel and to Jerusalem, and in a couple weeks, you that are going, we will not go through a place called Maya Sharim on the Sabbath day, ultra-Orthodox part of Jerusalem. If you drive through, as your engine's going and as the sparks are igniting and the gas is pushing the pistons down, that's called igniting a fire. They will stone your car. They will stone you. So we'll try to avoid that that day. But you can walk through it on other days. Walk through it. <laughs> So anyway, they came back from the captivity and a group of people called the Pharisees, the word means parash, it means to be separate, occurred. And they decided that they were going to keep the law of God to the hilt. They were going to be holy and sacred and keep God's law. So they called themselves the, the parash, and it came to, we call them the Pharisees. The ultra-Orthodox Jews, the Hasidim in, in Jerusalem today are the ancestors of these folks. There's just a few hundred of them left over there. But... Uh, they decided to keep the law, and they came up with all these things. The Pharisees were legalists, ritualists, the letter of the law. They didn't care about the heart of the law. Jesus said, you whitewashed sepulchers full of dead men's bones. You talk about the law, but yours is just the letter of the law, and you avoid the heart of the law. He said, you strain at a gnat. I mean, they couldn't eat meat, so they could, you couldn't have a gnat fly in your mouth. It was unlawful. So they, Jesus sort of made fun of it. He said, you strain at a gnat, but you swallow a camel keeping just the letter of the law, avoiding the heart of the law. Then there was a group called the Sadducees. The Sadducees were liberalists, spiritualized things. And the Pharisees and the Sadducees hated each other. Then there was a group called the scribes who interpreted the law, 
translated the law, wrote it down on parchments. They were interested in the translation. They were the scholars. Then there was a group called the Herodians that you're going to see. Their main purpose was to keep the Herods on the throne. Well, after Herod the Great, they died out. Herod the Great was an Edomite. Remember we talked about Esau? They went over into Edom, across by Saudi Arabia. Herod was the last of the descendants of the Edomites. God prophesied that their lineage would be destroyed. After Herod, there are no more Edomites. God fulfilled his word. So it says, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, son of David, you'll see that phrase often used, and the son of Abraham, meaning that he was Jewish. Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, Jacob begot Judah and his brothers, Judah begot Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Tamar was, remember, the harlot. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, she was the adulteress who took uh, one of the sons of Isaac and seduced him. She's actually, actually her father-in-law. Um, Perez, Hezron, Hezron begot Ram, Ram begot a